It takes a village to build a season, and we are grateful that In Life Shiro's has chosen to become a part of ours. Thank you for supporting our show and helping us to continue sharing stories. Now, on to the episode. In this special In Life mini-sode, we discuss how to make your money work for you with In Life business unit manager and mompreneur, Mafi Villamore. Hi, Mafi. Welcome to What Glass Ceiling. Thank you for joining us. Hi, Leah. I'm also so grateful. And wow, it's incredible to be here and to be with you, of course, reaching the hearts and minds of many people. Okay, we can't wait to hear from you. And what we're going to talk about today with you in this mini-sode is something that I think should actually be a topic in school, something that we should be schooled in, that we should really be taught from a very young age. It's money management. Yeah, Yeah, for sure. Yeah, anything you want to know from, you know, under the sun. I think most people, they don't really know, they're not really taught from a young age how to make your money work for you or how to make the most of your money. But it's such an essential life skill. I agree with you, Leah, no? Because I know that one of the many things people tend to disregard or avoid embracing while they are, of course, working so hard for money to sustain their lifestyle and with the hopes of fulfilling their dreams is the fact that their hard-earned money can definitely also work for them. And um, I'm sure a number of financial professionals have even put a fair share of their thoughts and expertise about this information out in the internet. Some would acknowledge, many find it interesting, but only very, very few act on it. But, yeah. you know, I also do understand, Pasalia, that money is a touchy subject for many. Yeah, yes, it is, it is. Because it can be a source of deep emotions, conflicts, and even anxieties. Are you aware of that? Yes. Yet? Yeah, Did yeah. That? I don't like talking. Honestly, yeah. Maybe it was the way I was brought up. <laughs> but I think a lot of of people, especially Filipinos, are like it. I don't like talking about money. It actually makes me... It makes me a little anxious. You're right. It, it, it gives a lot of people anxiety. Because all the more during this pandemic, I figured that a number of people really have experienced anxiety, shame, or even to the point of embarrassment as a risk in having to talk about income, savings, net worth, and other money topics. So I'm very, very happy to be here today because one of my goals also is to talk about money and money management in the hopes that I may be able to make it more light or easy to understand and of course fruitful, right? So again, thank you very much for having me here. (laughs) We... We are loving the fact that you are here with us. So let's let's back up a bit because you said that you mentioned earlier that some people, most people are not aware mm-hmm. that they can actually make their money work for them. So what does that mean? Yeah. Making your money work for you and how does one do that? Okay, cool. Sige. Sige. I'll start off by saying ganito. Basics muna tayo. Um, we all know that money is one form of power, right? Yes. But let me tell you that what is more powerful is financial education. People have been so caught up and working so hard to work for money, even for even long periods of time, but still end up not getting their goals in life. So we we ask the question, bakit nga ba? Oh man, naman, no, I've been working for 10, 20 years, pero parang hindi ko pa nakukuha yung goals for life. 
of course, for the most part, a lot of us went to school, had our education, and you know, we were brought up being told to believe na, oh, Leah, oh, Matthew, stay in school and study hard, ha? so you can find a safe, secure job, and earn. So, you can save up to buy everything you want and need. I'm not so sure about the generation now, but di ba ganun naman sa atin, Leah, in yes. the 90s and 80s, <laughs> ay, mag-aral ka mabuti, ha, para umaman ka, and you can buy whatever you want. But don't get me wrong, ha. This is definitely, definite, again, don't get me wrong, ha. There is definitely nothing wrong with going to school. In fact, it's one of the best places we get the biggest influence from in our lives. But as you go along with life, with that belief in top, on top of your mind, you would definitely at some point ask yourself, will a job, will this job be the best solution to this fear of not having enough over the long run? In my opinion, the answer is no. A job alone is really a short-term solution to a long-term problem. You know, some call it greed, but I prefer desire. It's perfectly normal to desire something better, prettier, more fun, or exciting. So, people also work for money because of desire. They desire money for the joy they think it can buy, but the joy that money brings is often short-lived. And they soon need more money for more joy, more pleasure, more comfort, and more security. And I must say that this is one life's biggest traps. Because more money will not save you. More money will just result in more expenses. That's true. <laughs> that is so true. That is so true. So, don't think about it. You work so hard, but money that the money that you earn, more often than not, ends up just sleeping, waiting to be spent. Yeah. And let's think about it. Wouldn't it be better if it was the other way around? Or why not work hard and let your money also work hard for you? Right? So, paano, paano nga ba? That's the main question, like you, like you asked. That's what we financial consultants are here for. We make sure that when you reach out to us, we would of course help you first by studying your financial situation and make you understand how to properly budget, allocate, and maximize your hard-earned money. It's one of the common and proper ways on how we can prepare you to start your financial journey and create solutions. We have to make sure that at the end of the assessment, the solutions that we give to you is fit for your disposition and, of course, to your liking. It's also very important that we get to let you stay committed to whatever we come up in the end. Because let's accept the fact that your money is not going to grow on its own <laughs> and you need to put a little bit of work in. So, first things first. You have to want to accept that there will be some sort of transformation in your money behavior. Then comes the crucial part, the most crucial part, which is discipline. You have to discipline yourself into making the transformation a habit. So let's, let's accept the fact, Leah, discipline is rarely enjoyable. <laughs> But, That's true. <laughs> right? But hey, it's almost always profitable naman, right? So, counting discipline lang until it becomes a habit. Now, here are some concrete steps on how to not manage your money first. Again, now here are some concrete steps on how to manage your money first. Always remember that when it comes to your money, 
your cash flow and your lifestyle should be matching. Because kaya lang naman tayo nagkaka-problem mga Pilipinos is because sometimes our cash flow no longer matches our lifestyle. Siguro naman may kilala ka one or two in your life, Leah, na ganun. <laughs> na hindi na medyo nagmamatch yung kinikita nila sa lifestyle na gusto nila. Right? And that's where the problems begin. Yes, that's definitely where the problem begins. Now, here it is. If you can grab a pen and paper for those who are listening also, that would be better. And later on, you can personally do the computation based on your own income and cash flow. I'll try as much as possible and to the best of my abilities to make it very, very simple for all of you to remember. So, okay, okay, I have my pen and paper. Let's do this. <laughs> Sige lang. Hindi naman maraming math talia. Thank so, God. <laughs> it's going to be very easy for you and very actually beneficial for you and your family. You can apply this to your everyday life or monthly, you know, when you sell, do a self-inventory of yourself, right? So, okay, okay, I'm very excited. So, there are three allocations we have to consider when it comes to your income. Always remember that. Three allocations. Let's talk about the first one, the most important one. The one you spend for obligations. I would highly recommend that only 50 to 60% of your money should be allocated for your obligations. This would comprise your monthly bills for utilities, rent, card loan, groceries, gas, or even if you have children, include their tuition fees and baon. Again, remember, maximum is at 60%, but the lower it is your spending, the better. So, take that down. And then, the second one. This is for your investing activities. This now is what we consider your long-term savings. I know most of us saves money in the bank, but this is going to be a long-term savings. This will be considered as your long-term savings because definitely the one in the bank is for short-term ones. So, dito na pumapasok ang mga life insurance, retirement plans, educational plan, or any other type of long-term investments that beat inflation over time. Very important. Beat inflation over time. Okay, so that that term is very important for these long-term, especially now with the inflation that's <laughs> going gas. on right now. Yeah, yeah, okay. Right? So long-term savings need to beat inflation over time. That's correct. So that's what you have to always consider also because I know we, somehow we know how to save. But the manner of saving, kasi maraming types. So you have short-term and long-term. Short-term can definitely help you with the ones that you have to, to sustain in a shorter period of, that period of time. But the long-term ones are, you know, the retirement plans, when we grow old, when the time comes that we can't work anymore. So ito na yung bubuhay sa atin. So, rule of thumb, you should be investing at least 20% of your income every single month. That will be your starting point. That means if uh, that means if you can invest thirty percent, forty percent, fifty percent of your money, the better. But you have to make sure that your starting point is at twenty percent of your income every single month. If it's less than that, it might or it can give you problems long term. Now, Leah, this is going to be na the money that's going to work for you. But in a little while, I'm going to expound on that more. Punta muna tayo sa third allocation. 
Now comes the last one, which men tend to overlook most of the time. Can you guess what it is, Leah? No, teacher. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Your favorite, uh, most of the people's favorite to spend on. Aha. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, dear. So, first, uh, obligation. Second, okay. investing. The third one is the most favorite. The favorite. Well, I guess that's your disposable income. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Obviously. Dito tayo. Dito tayo nag-thrive. So, again, we call it our leisure money. Okay. So, yan siya. I believe that one of the things we should never deprive ourselves from naman din kasi is enjoying our own money. Because, of course, number one, we deserve it. And number two, going to make us crazy if we don't. That's true. If we don't enjoy, right? So, I give that kind of, you know, um, chance for all my clients to know that they can enjoy their money. But, but of course, kailangan nandiyan pa rin ang disiplina. Again, let's go back to discipline. You can enjoy up to 20% of your money every single month without the guilt. Yan. So, siguro naman enough na yan to enjoy I hope so, ha? Although mahirap at times, pag may nag-aaya, di ba, for travels and stuff like that. But just, we'll try, di ba? It's a matter yeah. of trying. It's a transformation naman, di ba? So these are the allocations for yes. your income every month. Yes. 60, every month. then 20, 20, then 20. 20. Yeah. That's the, but that's the max, the 60. I mean, if the, the, the lesser, the yeah, the, the lesser, the better. Yes. How about yung ano, yung 20 ng leisure income? Max na ba yan? <laughs> <laughs> you, you joke lang. That. Joke lang. <laughs> well, Lina naman kasi, if you want your 20% to be worth a little bit bigger than your 20% now, increase your income para yung 20%, mas malaki na siya sa current 20% mo ngayon if you want to spend more, di ba? Just as long as it's 20% of your so again, to summarize everything, 60% of your money or the or less should be set aside for obligations. 90% is for investing, for your long-term savings. And then the last 20% is for enjoyment. So, okay. yeah. pala mag-budget. I mean, at least <laughs> within, those, within those parameters. Within those parameters, yeah. yes. Well, definitely you can play around kasi may iba nagtatanong yung mga typings. Or yeah. something. So not just you put that in your obligations, or you can set like from your obligations you set ten percent for that. But again, sixty percent for monthly recurring bills. Yeah. Okay. So, so you yeah. you keep you keep mentioning discipline, and it's very important. I can imagine in, in dealing mm-hmm. with your finances and dealing with your your budget, your money management. Yeah. What are the other principles that I need to adhere to? To do this successfully, like what are the other th- things that I need to be or, or, or things that I need to do to make sure that this plan works? You would always have to, aside from discipline, of course, no? because true learning takes energy, passion, and again, a burning desire. So you would always have to go back to your why. You would ask yourself, you have to ask, you have to ask yourself, bakit nga ba gusto ko to? Diba? So, because these things kasi in life, in anything that we do in life naman kasi, has to take a little bit of, you know, discipline from yourself to know what you really want and to do what you really want. And, um, 
talking about money management, no? if we see kasi, that if you continue this money behavior, then you will notice, especially long term, your problems will significantly decrease. However, Leah, don't get me wrong, these things are just part of the first step into managing your money. But it's already a good start for everything else that follows. Most especially if you want to start to make money work hard for you, as I've mentioned, your starting point is 20% of your income. So that discipline there that we're talking about, kahit yung 20% man lang, I think that's not too much naman to start with. 20% of your income, you start from that. And um, there are many kinds of investment baskets you can put your money into that's safe and credible naman. Just make sure your trusted financial consultant will be able to recommend something that fits your goal. And um, before I talk about more principles, Diana, I just want to point out one thing also. One rule that may sound absurdly simple, but most people have no idea how profound this rule is. Are you ready? Go ahead. (laughs) Go. So, you must know, okay, rule number one, and the only rule, you must know the difference between an asset and a liability and buy assets. As an adult, I have difficulty explaining it to other adults because the simplicity of the idea escapes them because they have been educated differently. And most especially if you search for these things on the internet, there's just so many ways on how they describe these things are, what these things are. But this is what I want you to remember. Assets put money in your pocket. Okay. While a liability takes money out of your pocket. So, pwede mo yun siyang i-list down on a piece of paper, ano nga ba yung assets ko? Ano nga ba yung liabilities ko? So, whenever you may, you dive into any financial decision, you're going to want to make sure if this can really put money into your pocket. And therefore, put your money at work. Right? And you have to make sure that this thing that you're getting is really an asset because a lot of times people would think they're buying assets but only to find out these things are just liabilities. Let's take, for example, a laptop and a car. Marami ang nakikita sa TikTok mo na yung sabi nila, deserve ko to. Baka hindi lang ngayon, but baka in the future, deserve ko to. So, bibili sila ng mga kung ano-ano. I don't know if, if you've seen that, Leah, no? Like, yeah, yeah. Deserve. Oo, deserve. Deserve. But, let's take for example nga, a laptop and a car. You would think, yeah, I'll get a laptop and a car because I can use it for work or use it for business. Now, let me tell you, definitely your business is your asset. But, not your laptop nor your car. You just really have to know the difference. One way to put it also is like this. Kapag ba iniwan ko lang dyan yung laptop ko or yung car ko, pinark ko lang dyan, mag-generate ba siya ng income ng kanya? In most, if not all cases, hindi naman. Right? So, an asset is something you can earn from with very minimal effort. So, ano nga ba yung examples ng asset? Certain examples are real estate, yung mga nagpaparent, stocks, the stock market, bonds, or even intellectual properties. I don't know if you have some intellectual properties there in your home, Leah, no? I don't know if that's even uso pa ngayon. Pero kasi before, di ba, like, oh, ana, papamano ko to sale because in the future, na, you can earn from that. So that definitely can be an asset also. Interesting. These are all terms that we need to know. Are there any other principles that you'd like to add or... 
that those are the most important ones. Hmm. Actually, yun na yung pinaka main. Okay. Um, pabaon ko sa inyo. But you know, yeah, you really just have to know what brings in money and what brings out money from your pocket. Okay. And um, okay, one last principle that I want you to have is. I got this actually from a book called Rich Dad Poor Dad. I don't know if you know that book, yeah. but it's an incredible book. It's it's like this. So if you are going to build the Empire State Building, the first thing you need to do is to dig a deep hole and pour a strong foundation, right? But if you're going to build a home in the suburbs, all you need to do is just pour a six-inch slab of concrete. Now. Most people, in their drive to get rich, they will be trying to build an empire state building on a six-inch slab of concrete only. So, do you get me? Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> that's why the, very, the most important thing, it's very, very important to build your foundation first before growing your money. And that is, of course, through money management and financial education. Mm. So, again... Diba? Okay, yun. Yeah, <laughs> So, yun, again, true learning takes a lot of energy, passion, and burning desire. And again, always just go back to your why. Kung bakit mo nga ginagawa to, why are you working? Or if you're gonna jump into investments, why are you jumping into investments? Just go back to your why. And everything else will follow. And again, discipline. <laughs> Discipline. I think that was the word of this entire conversation. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because it's a very, very strong word actually for me. It's, it's, it's again, it's a very, it's, we, we seldom enjoy yeah. being, you know, being disciplined. disciplined. But almost always it's profitable. Mafi, thank you so much for all of your tips and all of your advice and everything that you've explained. If anyone is interested in learning more and they'd like to get in touch with you, how can they do that? Oh yeah, for sure. Again, definitely the things that I've shared is just a part of the first step. So definitely if you want to contact me for more and I could give a one-on-one personal money management session, you can contact me at 0917-190-1993 or email me at life at gmail.com. Thank you very much. It's been so awesome being here. Thank you so much for joining us on What Glass Ceiling, Mafi. Thank you. Thank you very much, Leo. Feel like you need a little more female support? Visit www.inlifeshiros.com for more information or to connect with a financial advisor. Thank you.